Blog Talk Radio.
Is that you, Sister Vanya, with the phone going on? What, what's going on, Sister Vanya? No, 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 that ain't me. That ain't me. I'm going to try to tell y'all that ain't me. Because I don't know what's going on. But I want to say hello to everybody. This a new day, new way, new faith. Oh, baby, baby, baby. Oh, Lord. Mm. Oh, Lord. That's just made me nervous. Don't be nervous. Don't be nervous, baby, because I'm in the house. And I tell you, it's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good evening, because I tell you, the Lord is on our side. I'm telling you, he told me to tell you. That ain't nothing he you told know. Me, yeah, he told, he told me, that me. I said, he told me, you disrupted my, my, my message. You disrupted it. You didn't, don't do that. You don't do that. Because you're the host today. Don't go crazy. Now, and what I said, what I look, said look. was, Don't start now, won't be now. That's what I was sitting to say. You took the words. Don't <laughs> oh, keep laughing. Well, look, I'm going to go out on a limb today, Globy. Hmm. I'm going to go out on a limb when I'm saying this, and I can't believe I'm asking this. I'm going to ask Sister Peppercorn to lead us in a word of prayer. Oh, I, I, you, you answered me. I, I didn't I tell you the name for the change? Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord Jesus, for being on this air one more again. One more time, I tell you, thank you, Jesus, for glorious gospel vibe. Thank you for all of the hosts, Evangelist Globy Pope, and Mr. Derek Tucker, and Dr. Philip Deuce. We thank all of them for being on the air. We thank you for all of the listeners, in the name of Jesus, for being on and, and, and giving us all these stats that we love. And I thank you for tuning in. So, Lord, I thank you to bless this radio broadcast and all the people listening in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 You got to put that uh-huh on uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You know what? You know what, Sister Peppercorn? For that, I'm going to say I'm good. People say, Tim, yo, you're my hero. How you do it? How you stay strong? Let them all know there's so much that I've been through. I have my days when it's true, y'all. I just can't smile. I just want to cry. It ain't easy. Sometimes it's work just to be alive. But when I think of the goodness that's come to me, it's easier to let go. And accept it, so I reject that there's no peace. And I accept that I am free. That's all I have to be. That's all I ever need. Cause when I think of the goodness that's come to me, it's easier to let go of all my grief. Sometimes you gotta tell yourself that I'm not having it. Just take a 
ghetto. So that's right. Yes, sir. Black history gonna be but, taught one on one today, and whatever yes, Dr. Sir. Philip M. Deuce want to say, I'm backing him up. I'm going into the deepest of the deepest of the dark. Uh oh. Come well, you know, I was told. I was told it Come wasn't politically on. correct. It was politically correct. It was people What? I said I was told it wasn't poli- uh, politically co- correct. It was politically correct. Oh, politically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, what they talking about seminary? That's why he said it like that. No such a word. It ain't even no politically. It is now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on this broadcast, it is. <laughs> Woo! But, uh, Mr. D, go on, do your news, baby. We just, we just messing with you. Go on, do your news. We just, you know, you know. We, you hey, got you know. Hey, you know, it's still the first month of the year, and some of y'all done backslid and all that kind of stuff already. But the bishop gave me a word first Sunday in this year. He said this year will be a, will be the year of maturity, and that stuck with me. So I said every oh, Sunday oh. in the first month I was gonna mm-hmm. do something in spiritually mature. So oh today, I, oh my goodness, oh my lord. So today I decided I would pull some scriptures that relates to spiritual immaturity mm-hmm. and how the preacher said I'm like you, you oh have your Bible. First Corinthians, that first best. First Corinthians and one said, And our brethren could not speak to you as spiritual men, but as to men of flesh, as it is as to infants in Christ. Y'all write this down, write this down. Check it mm-hmm. out. Check it later. Check it later. Check it later. First Corinthians three and two says, I gave you milk to drink, not solid food, for you are not yet able to receive it. Indeed, even now you are not able. I thought about some folks right then. Oh, last one. I'm, I mean, I'm sorry. It's sorry. I didn't say that. Last, last one. I'm going to leave it right here. Last one for the day because I want to get too deep on it. 1 Corinthians 14 and 20. Brethren, do not be ye children in your thinking, yet in evil be infants, but in your thinking be mature. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. Mm-hmm. Do not be children in your thinking, yet well. in evil be infants, but in your thinking mm-hmm. be mature. The way is that for the people of God. Now you said all that to say what? Grow up. Oh. Mm-hmm. Were you looking in the mirror when you said that, or you just throwing that at us? I'm just throwing it out there for the spiritually mm-hmm. immature. Bishop, where you at? I'm I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, Sister Vanja, like, is that news for today? Yes, yeah, is that news for today? Grow up. Grow up. The and y'all know news. what goes along with what what Prophet uh, D is saying. It was explaining to me. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you, so our president, right? Uh, they, the, the conservative people do have it right. He is prophetic, and he is in office because uh, they all say America going the wrong way. He is pulling out what we have been hiding for years, and it's in him. So Come we on, got man. a mature Ooh, the next about him. 
uh, like I heard, I was into this preacher talking about he was cursing his mama, called his mama, the man mama, all kind of names, and, and Kurt's called Donald Trump an orange head uh, ape and all that, and vitriol coming out of preachers, and still, well, he said he's a preacher, so I'll have to sit on that. Instead of him operating in the spiritual principles, love them that hate you. All right, uh-huh. so you use you. And those principles are what we got to operate in now. See, you see, we want to see a move of God, but we're trying to get around the Bible to get it, and it ain't gonna happen. So this man is an office, right. so we can deal with what America wouldn't deal with in sixteen eleven. There you it go. Ooh, don't let me shot up in here. Don't you do it? it. Don't deal do with it. it. In nineteen fifty, doing what we call the Great Revival. That's when your Pentecostals came up, mm-hmm. and white people. Mm-hmm. That was the Pentecostal movement that was started by black people, and they started the Assemblies of God. Okay. But they didn't want to be in that them black folk uh, when, it, when, it, when it started, when God was trying to do it. All the way down to the 60s, uh, then we had the Civil Rights Movement. And I always say this, and I'm not judging the man because I love him very much, but he still was wrong, and nobody wanted to call him on the carpet. you never seen Billy Graham and Pastor King walking together because he didn't want to get numbered with Pastor King. We've never dealt with bigotry and racism, what we call racism in the church, and now we got to deal with it because it's full blunt right now because of the that's in the White House. Mm-mm. That's what I want to say. Well, I'm glad you said it because, see, people got mad with me when I said, well, every time they start talking about it, Trump and going on and on and on, I say, well, look, I say, I say, yeah, he he a little, he little far-fetched and he do some crazy stuff like we all do, but um, <clears throat> but he is the president and he shouldn't do a lot of stuff he do. But That's could right. you think of anybody else God could have chose at this hour, at this time, to do the stuff? What uh-huh. Trump is doing. Well, well, it's only one guy can think about. What that guy he had named from from Bark, Black Bark News? What the, the, the advisor he had? Uh, he 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 works with white supremacists. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what was the one who the book? I can't call his name right now. He, mm-hmm. he would have been good because he would say it worse than Trump because he's a bigot too. Well, see, God God um, didn't, didn't want him. God didn't want him because we, we, we don't, we don't yeah. need no fool up. We don't need no total yeah. fool up there. Yeah, we don't need no total yeah, fool. We need somebody that's big and, enough and to step out and do and, and, and pull some of these strings that have been pulled because that's Obama right. couldn't that's do right. it. Bush couldn't do mm-hmm. it. Nixon couldn't do it. None of them could do it. I don't care what they say. But he did it, and he doing it. And, see, they don't like it because it's so. If to them it's so far-fetched. Nobody ever did it. And it had the guts to do it, but it needed to be done for the Bible to go which with the way it's supposed to go. Yeah, some well, things mm-hmm. have to be done. So now they fired up because well, they said, if it's nuclear and they keep talking nuclear, then go nuclear. Oh, he, they hot now. Mm-hmm. Because they got a child. We have a childish leader in the White House, and when God got ready to judge Israel, who is our spiritual predecessor, he always allowed childish leaders and carnal <laughs> people to get in office so he could get at the people. That was a part of the judgment. But but conservative now, you you America don't see it like that. They think Donald Trump is some kind of savior because they don't want, like Pastor Jeffers out of Texas, he don't want to face his bigotry. He don't want to face the injustice in America. They don't want to do that. And when we talk about it, they ain't going to let me on TV and say that. They, they'll blackball you, black pastors. That's why you don't see nothing talk about it. They talk about prayer in school and why they took prayer out of school. And one of the best things they could have done was took prayer out of school. That was a great thing that they did because it didn't mean nothing. It was hypocrisy. But when you say these kind of things in absolute truth, they look at you like you're crazy. So wrong with you. Well, no, so they look at you like you're crazy. 
But how old is Trump? Seventy what? Seventy. He's seventy-five. Is he that old? He's seventy-five. Yeah. Yes. So you got a seventy-five-year-old man. That's a childish leader. I'm going to leave that right down. That's I'm right. going to go on to a song. We, we praise your name. That's right. James.
for your name, cause I need you right now, Lord. Mm, I'm calling your name, cause I need you, Lord, right now, Lord. Well, sometimes I get tired, and sometimes I get weak. That's why I'm calling Call your, your name. Cause I need you right now, Lord. Yeah, I'm calling your name. Cause I need you right now, Lord. Yeah, I'm calling your name, Lord. Cause I need you, Lord. Right now, Lord. Well, sometimes I get tired and sometimes I get weak. That's why I'm calling Call your, your name. Yeah, cause I need you right now, Lord. Mm, I'm praying. Pray right now, cause I need you, Lord. Right now, Lord. Yeah, I'm praying this prayer right now, cause I need you, Lord. Right now, Lord. Well, sometimes I wake it hard, and sometimes I wake it up. That's why I'm calling you, yeah, cause I need you. Right now, Lord. Sing this song right now, cause I need you, Lord. Right I need you, Lord. Oh, sometimes I get tired. Get tired. Sometimes. 
show him we love. need you now, Lord, right, right now. We need him. Don't we need him? Yeah, we need him. We got to have him. We got to have him, especially on this broadcast. We need him. Uh-huh. Look, did y'all have that quartet bounce going while we're going? Yeah, you know, that, that, that quartet bounce where, you know, where you go to different yeah, right. I thought you ain't care that much for quartet. I don't. You know, my wife called me a download quartet level. That's what she called me a download. I love quartet. I love quartet. Me too. I cut my teeth on that. Do what? Yeah, they set the church on fire. Yes, sir. See, you know, my thing with quartets. My thing with Cortez has always been they just didn't make it as a singing group, so they came into the church and became a quartet. So they just start singing the different they start singing the different music but didn't change their habits. Yeah, hey man, you understand. I tried to tell y'all don't listen to me. Something wrong with him. Something wrong with him. Pray for him. Just pray for him. Just give him a little oil. Heat the oil up. Heat it up. Cause it's gonna need to be hot. Give him a taste. I mean, don't get me wrong. Look, and that's that's not for all quartet, you know, uh, uh, quartet singers. So that's not what I'm saying. But you know, the stigma behind quartet, you know, singers always being, you know, they sing, turn the place out, then they go behind the back, go drinking and smoking. Well, I don't know. I can't get that. I can't get that. You ain't been around long enough. I have seen. I have seen. You ain't been around. And I don't know what, what church you've been hanging out in the back, in the back, in the bar, in the booth, in the dark. I don't know what kind of church that was. When you had a whole bunch of quartets, they went back there and started smoking weed. But you should have been back there laying hands. But some, we going to have to lay some hands on you because I think them spirits, them spirits <laughs> going to up up on you. Look, anybody, look, Sister Pepcord, look. <laughs> I'm just telling you, okay. I think some of the spirits up on you. We, gonna, we got you, though. We got your back, front, side, everything. Oh. Anyway, I got a question. Y'all hear about the lady who make her five-year-old pay rent? <laughs> we got to get the black history because you're talking foolishness now. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Got me choked. You choked me on that one. The five. <laughs> Don't say nothing. Don't even talk to me. Don't talk to me. Something wrong. I told you. Go ahead, um, Bishop. All right, Black here. Today we're going to talk about uh, West Africa. Okay, the uh, we're going to talk about the Kingdom of Ghana, Mali, Sungay, and Barnu, West Africa. Now, what I'm about to tell you, some of your Eurocentric historians will tell you it goes back to. Thousand years before Christ, all right? Now, in the kingdom of Mali was trading posts in cities like Jinni uh, and in the uh, Ashanti kingdom. These trading posts was basically trade on gold and all types of fabric. This is a thousand years before the Roman or the Greek Empire, all right? Because when you study uh, black history from Eurocentric uh, positions, they go back as far as the uh, Greek Empire, which was the first Eurocentric major power. But these things were established long before then. Black people had boats going up and down the Niger River. They called the Niger River the River of Singers, right? And you had craftsmen there that was making gold. 
Now, if you go on my page and look me up on Facebook, uh, Philip Dukes, Gold Microphone, uh, you're going to see some of the uh, videos I'm going to post. And if you want a video, you can get in touch with me at P.O. Box 1011 Riviera Beach, Florida. Uh, send uh, $13, and I'll send you a four-hour video. Now, listen, black people were the first ones to fashion gold. Don't let these folks tell you that these people came from Europe and trained them. No, they did not. What happened to the cowboys? I thought the cowboys did. (laughs) No, no. Black people were the first Mm -hmm. people in the earth to fashion gold. And when you look at the people uh, in these regions of the kingdom of of Mali, you had uh, Bambana, the Mandinka, and the Sinoke. Each one of them had different styles of gold and earrings, okay? And then it goes from, and generally, they were trading from uh, West Africa all the way through Ethiopia to China and India. All these things were tied together over a thousand years before the Roman Empire, okay? A thousand years. And even after the Ashanti people, uh, they were great craftsmen in Hauserland and in Varnu. These people were the dominant people of the region. And also, you will have the richest man in the world in the Asante kingdom that they uh, viewed when a man, uh, a West African traveler by the name of Mbatuta, when he was traveling through there. This man was rumored in the Asante kingdom, the most richest man in the world. He had, uh, and Mbatuta in his writing says that he had, 300 men with gold guitars. He had a what? skull cap. He what, what they looked at, gold and silver guitars. He had his armed slaves, which were his uh, people that they had enslaved, but they were part of his regiment, okay? It wasn't the brutality of slavery that we had here. It was totally different. So what we're looking at when we're talking about black history, it goes beyond those little simple things that they try to teach us about black people in Africa were all ignorant and couldn't read. Yes, they had the trading routes. All right, now, when you look at these people in the Ashanti Kingdom and in Jenny, uh, they had uh, made boats all up and down the Niger from West Africa, and they traded with everybody in East Africa. These people fashioned gold that when the Europeans came there and saw it, they came asking for gold. And, uh, and asking for rights to be able to trade with them. They were not selling, and they were not, and they, so, so, so I say they were not owners of the trade wind routes. Black people was that. They created those trade routes. They taught them how to fashion gold. They taught them how to work iron. Because anytime you start talking about iron work, they always want to say, well, it started in Mesopotamia. That is a lie. Uh-oh. Because all, all, all in West Africa, you have all these iron masks that they made for rituals. All these different masks they made out of iron, all these different hard materials. And who taught them? They didn't learn nothing from Europeans. They were doing a thousand years before Europe, and that's not bigotry, that's not racism. We're just trying to fix it. If you go on YouTube and look at Banzo Davison and the caravans of gold, you can see it there. Because this white brother is telling the IS truth. All right? Now, that's what we need for today. Is that it? Is that all we get? I mean, I'll get right out and get my pen and my paper out. See, Bishop, now I got a question. Now, maybe you might be able to help me out. So, who came up with gold teeth? (laughs) 
Black people had gold teeth. Let's see what gold teeth is. Gold teeth was a symbol status in Africa. Okay, the wearing of gold was a symbol status. What what, what white listen? White people did. I'm sorry, I hate to say white people because I don't want to sound racist. Eurocentric society. <coughs> excuse me. Anything that has something to do with black culture, they always made it negative. If it's black culture, they made it negative. See, uh, the wearing of the gold teeth thing, that was, those are status symbols. When you wore gold teeth, you was of high prestige. That's they right. They like boys who put their pants down. Ain't y'all seen that plumber commercial where they got the cracks, all the butt cracks down on that plumber's commercial? Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody com- mm-hmm. complaining about that. But they complain about the boys who wear their pants down. And they showing butt crack on those commercials on TV. Ain't nobody saying nothing. Ain't saying nothing. Not a thing. But it's now, a status. You know. It's a black thing. It's a status thing. It's a thing. It's like now, fat. Gonna, it's, if you was fat, you was rich. Mm-hmm. Well, Some I think I take fat teeth because I've all known, you know, in my short time on this earth, you know, when the young boys were wearing the gold teeth, their breath usually smelled really bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's because they like brushing their teeth. My mama got gold teeth, right? All of my aunts, all of my uh, people that I grew up with, all of them had gold teeth. My mama had three in the front. Um, um, a lot of them had on the side. They, they had all had gold teeth. My mama no, I'm had, talking about uh, the full deal. I'm talking about the full uh-huh. where you get all, all, you know, like the song you say, whole top, uh, whole top diamond in the bottom row gold. Yeah. So this not the kind you talk. You tell you that this not the kind you snap in. This the kind that they just go put all the teeth gold. That was just saying. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they do. Now, if I now, oh, if cool. you take me, if I take that kind of money, I ain't putting all that money in my mouth because I don't want to have to see. I already got you. Already got to carry a pistol for some of you guys. I would have to yeah, carry. Yeah, yeah. Bust all your teeth out yeah. and snap you naked. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> like the rapper, I forgot the rapper name. He had to go to jail, so they had to take all his gold teeth out. Man fall rob with no teeth in his mouth. Yeah, you huh? gumming. You trying to gum your food because you you uh, or you got to take all your teeth out to pay for your bail. Your and that's candy. dangerous to be gumming in prison. That's dangerous to be gumming in jail. <laughs> you going to have a little Oh my goodness! <laughs> you a target. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'd probably be a whole lot skittier if I had gold teeth in my mouth because as much as they cost, there's a whole lot of stuff I wouldn't eat. So I don't want to mess them up. Well, I'm you know you. what? I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm going to take them to the collection. See if we can get you some gold teeth. Because <laughs> right now, you need them gold teeth if you're going to lose some weight. Because your head done took them to the whole studio. Your mind, everything. You can't even see. I, I, I got a whole glare, a whole shadow over here. I can't see the, the microphone. Well, Sister Peppercorn, every time I see your teeth, I always go. Give me the play song. Give me the play song. I'm just looking at I ain't gonna say I, that. I, you I, even I, got me laughing. I ain't saying nothing. Leave me alone. Look, <laughs> we need a Holy Ghost sign, y'all. Glory Pope. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs>
together. Come on, put your hands together. A little something like that. I'll put your hands together. I'll put your hands together. I know you've been through your share of trials. You have been smiling just to hide everything you're going through. Hey, you just hold your head up. Encourage them 
right. Well, oh, yeah. Hey, slap your neighbor a high five and say everything will work out. Everything going to work out. Well, y'all, I guess all things do work out. I was uh, somehow or another, I was trying to play the uh, the wonderful songs of Groby Pope. But we're going to make sure to get right this time. But now, with that being said, we've come to the end of another <laughs> awesome song. Yeah. I would like to thank everyone that was on this broadcast and all our listeners. I'm getting ready to tune up and bring it on home. And we would like to join us on next week. We will have another wonderful show. And another wonderful world. Yeah. And we'll take you all until the next week. So for right now, I'm going to be I'm starting out. I'm starting out. Yeah. I'm about to leave you. See you next Sunday. Amen. Everybody. Good night, everybody. Because we won't have him do this no more. We understand. We understand. I'm trying to tell you. I just won't listen. Well, I mean, you know, I'm just saying. We want to see y'all next week. But we're going to go out of here with Groovy Pope. Holy Ghost. Fire. And we are.